Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today, we're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. And we're going to be talking about the Epiphany today. Um, So the Feast of the Epiphany is celebrated on Friday, January 6th, which it marks the final day of the Christian holiday season. And I am here drinking some Berry Blast tea from the tea shop I live above. Okay, you got some from Teaism, I'm guessing. Yes. And I'm drinking some peppermint decaf tea. Nice. Yes, so today we're going to be talking about the Epiphany, which is 12 days after Christmas, so on January 6th. And it represents that the wise men had to travel to find where Jesus was after his birth. So they traveled to Bethlehem and they re- once they realized he was the Son of God. And the definition of epiphany in a non-religious term is having an illuminating discovery or realization. So in some cultures, the Feast of the Epiphany is as important as Christmas Day. So some people might not celebrate it as much, but some uh, cultures do. And traditionally, the Christmas, like the Christmas song, the 12 Days of Christmas, refers to the time of the Epiphany. Oh, I didn't know that about the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. Learn something new each week on the podcast. Yeah, so um, if you leave up your Christmas decorations, you're completely justified. Yeah, I didn't. I took mine down. Oh. Um, so the quote this week that we're going to focus on is from St. Peter Chrysologus. And it says, Today the Magi gaze in deep wonder at what they see. Heaven on earth, earth in heaven, man in God, God in man. One whom the whole universe cannot contain, now enclosed in a tiny body. A reading from Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people of Israel. Then Herod Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I may too and go and pay pay him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that had been seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. So this reading, I always think about the guiding star and I like it always makes me think about like what guiding stars we have in our lives. And I think that sometimes 
they can be super small and far away and hard to see because you really have to focus to see the glimpse that the star gives off and it can be easily overlooked it takes a lot of intention to see these guiding lights in our lives and i think that reflection is a great way to realize where these lights are coming from not just like on life events that have already happened i know it's good to reflect on life events that have happened or are happening to process all of that but i also think where they are headed reflect on where you want to go and i think it's important to do that so that we can see the path ahead and that is something that i am personally working on especially like with new years that we just passed and all of the resolutions that's one of mine is to do some more reflection and i was wondering mom if you find reflection helpful i know some people prefer different means but i was just wondering what you what your opinion is on that well i think reflection is is great at any point in your life cuz you can learn from what you've been through or what good and negative things that have happened to you um I don't journal, but I always make that a goal like I want to journal, but I don't, but that's a good way to reflect. But this morning I went to yoga and I've been doing yoga for a while now and to me it's just a great way to reflect and meditate. It's very restorative and spiritual, so I do reflect and I use yoga kind of as my means. And today I was trying to imagine kind of the physical journey of the magi, like what were they thinking as they were traveling along to find Jesus? Also what did Mary and Joseph think when they arrived? I you know I always like looking at the Bible as kind of a history book. And historians believe that the magi came from Persia. It says in the reading like they came from the east, but that is kind of the working theory. And the journey likely took weeks and months, not really 12 days. So they would have studied a lot. They would have studied the Old Testament and known the prophecy. They also studied like stars and astrology so they could read the stars and but it is interesting that god chooses the magi to seek um jesus cuz basically they're outsiders they're from another country but god doesn't see anyone as an outsider so kind of regardless of cultural differences i think god all sees us all the same that's a really good point and also i do love that you relate um the bible the history so thank mm-hmm. you for that fun fact um A word that stuck out to me regarding the magi was overjoyed, which is how they feel when they see Jesus. This is such a positive and genuine emotion, and it is an emotion that we should let ourselves feel more in life. The magi listen to their hearts and they don't go back to Herod after seeing Jesus. They either have a dream or they just have this feeling and Herod is full of jealousy and Andy's a liar and he he's threatened by all of what he could lose for from his material possessions mm-hmm. and his fame and his power with the coming of Jesus and he has no understanding that those are the least of Jesus's concerns and like that's like material possessions are so unimportant but jealousy can be such a blinding emotion and the magi show us that we all have gifts to give to the world i know in this story they're offering gifts of like monetary value but i think i'm focusing here on that they're giving gifts to jesus to benefit jesus and his message which his messages are all about love and care for everybody and 
we all have something that we can offer to the world in that sense. So I think that instead of focusing on, you know, comparing yourselves to others, it's what can you contribute positively and it'll be different for everybody. But I think focusing on that is a much better end game. Well, you're right about people feeling threatened by Jesus, the prophecy of Jesus, because they thought a king was coming, not a carpenter who was poor and going to save people. So you're right that that's like what they were looking for. Um, And the passage today is all about seeking and finding Jesus. Like Herod wants to kill Jesus. He wants to find him because he sees him as a threat. The Magi travel. They realize Jesus is God on earth. And in the passage, it's interesting. Herod tells them, go to Bethlehem and then report back to me. And obviously they don't return to Herod because Matthew tells us that. But in the reading, we don't actually know if they went to Bethlehem. They followed the stars. And so sometimes I wonder, maybe the star led them to Nazareth or, or somewhere else. But Herod decided to kill all the boys under the from two and under in Bethlehem. So it makes you wonder, like, was Jesus already around one or two at that age? We, we don't really know. That's just a little history blip for us to think about. And I know that the Bible says they had a dream to abandon Herod. But I wonder if it was just their gut saying, like, he's bad, he's evil. So have you ever had a dream that you, like, maybe that you thought, like, had significant meaning or something that you simply had to just trust your gut in a big decision? Um, I would say I have dreams that, have, like, relate to what I feel subconsciously or kind mm-hmm. of, like, life events. Um, and that's, like, my my brain processing them when I sleep. But I don't think... For the most part, I think when I make a decision, it's based on the instinct or just the feeling that I have. I've never had a dream where I'm, I wake up and I know a decision to make. I think more so I have a dream and I'm analyzing like, oh, well, I had that emotion yesterday. That's why I jumped that. But for decision making, I think it's more of a gut feeling. What about you? Uh, I agree. I don't think I have. I haven't had dreams where I'm like, that was so-and-so telling me to do this I've had dreams where like they have sentimental or emotional value to me because they're we're like about my parents but honestly in decisions in life I do I kind of go by trust your God I always tell you girls that and sometimes I think you can't even explain why you have a certain instinct in life but just your gut tells you to do something and maybe that's just grace guiding us I don't know yeah I would agree with that I really quick just wanted to circle back to our quote for this week. And so the passage is a story that we see heaven on earth. We see that Jesus is our heaven on earth. And that is what our quote for this week points out. And I am, my New Year's resolution has been to do more reflection. And I want to start noticing one little bit of heaven in my life this week, um, in addition to our quote. So today it was a stranger. He just showed genuine kindness to me at the airport. Um, and I thought that that was a gift of just like treating a complete stranger with such kindness. Um, so I will be checking in on your um, heaven on earth this week, mom. And okay. anybody else, anyone else listening who wants to partake, please join in with us. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to to share that and yeah. Okay, well I'm in. I'll I'll do that too. I guess awesome. I guess if I was gonna say something today, I would say 
literally the sun came out in Chicago for the first time in two weeks. So that was a little bit of heaven on earth oh, yeah, right there. Is. Okay, so I'll just close this out with a prayer. As the Christmas season comes to a close, Jesus, we thank you for coming to earth. Thank you for saving us. Without you, we would be lost, and we are grateful for your unconditional love. Please continue to guide us this year and help us to see your light in everything we do. Help us count our blessings every day. Help those in need as you taught us to do. When we stumble, please help us up and stay close to us. Amen.